Hello, sports fans, and welcome to another edition of Yesterday Sports on the Sports History Network. And make sure to check out sportshistorynetwork.com slash giveaways. I have two signed books I'm giving away. One is titled No Nonsense Old School Weight Training, and the other is Reliving 1970s Old School Football. You're watching your favorite professional team on Sundays or on Monday nights and that clock is winding down at the end of the half and you know it's coming. All of a sudden, the striped shirts stop the clock. It's a two-minute warning. You go to commercial break. The drama's there. But why does that still exist in the NFL? We're going to be talking about the two-minute warning and more coming up in just a moment. This is the Pigskin Daily History Dispatch, a podcast that covers the anniversaries of American football events throughout history on a day-to-day basis. Your host, Darren Hayes, is podcasting from America's North Shore to bring you the memories of the gridiron one day at a time. So as we come out of the tunnel of the Sports History Network, let's take the field and go no huddle through the portal of positive gridiron history with pigskindispatch.com. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. Hello, my football friends. This is Darren Hayes of pigskindispatch.com. Welcome once again to the Pigpen, your portal to positive football history. And today, we're going to go into some aspects of the game that sort of we take for granted. And that's coming at the end of each half in a professional game, the two-minute warning. We're going to talk a little bit about the history and why it's evolved and why it still exists today in this modern times. But before we do that, let's make sure you are aware of our daily newsletter. It comes out each and every day, 6.30 a.m. Eastern. It's free and it can be canceled at any time. And you're going to find a lot of information each and every day that's fresh and pertinent to the day of the year. Uh, we're going to talk about football items on Pigskin Dispatch. We're going to talk about all sport, the four major sports in North America on Jersey Dispatch in relation to the players and their jersey numbers. And I think you're really going to enjoy the great history of talking about Hall of Famers, their birthdays, and some other interesting items like greatest uh, games that were played on that day and some other interesting topics that come up on both the sites. So you can sign up for it very easily at the show notes of this very podcast or at the top of Pigskin Dispatch or jerseydispatch.com. Now, let's talk about the history of the two-minute warning. You know, it's the break near the end of each half in an NFL game, approximately two minutes remaining on the clock. Now, it's much anticipated time stoppage for teams and fans alike. Now, when we say it's approximately two minutes, it's not always exactly at two minutes because let's say a play goes off at two minutes and three seconds and it runs to the 155 mark well that two minute warning is going to be at the 155 mark it's never going to be longer than two minutes but it may be two minutes or shorter because of those reasons now appropriately it's named the two minute warning and this professional football contribution to the grid had a somewhat different purpose at its inception in the period before world war ii there were still many stadiums that did not have an excellent working scoreboard game clock. So officials kept the time on the field on a watch or a stopwatch. Now, the game clock was not even the official clock until the 1960s. 
The, the NFL devised the, an official timeout near the end of each half to allow for everyone in the stadium, coaches, players, and the media, and fans, and an official announcement of the actual time left. And the term two-minute warning was used. Now, that term had been used for years uh, to announce everything from the dangers of severe storms to wartime enemy torpedo t- attacks and more. Now, there are many instances of the term being used in early 20th century newspapers. So it's not an unfamiliar term when the NFL adopted it as a rule in the 1940s. It was even the title of a 1976 Charlton Heston Hollywood movie. Now, the game clock was not the official timepiece, as we said, of contests at the professional level until the 1960s when the American Football League sanctioned it as such in their play and the NFL soon followed suit but retained and now traditional two-minute warning break. Now the LA Times reporter Sam Farmer wrote an article on the subject in 2016 where they interviewed John Kendall. He is the one of the head guys at the Pro Football Hall of Fame, the head historian, and for some insight into the history of the rule and the report states quote in 1942, the rulebook stipulated that the umpire must notify the referee when two minutes remain in each half. Kendall said that 1949 is the first time in the rulebook that a timeout is granted upon the signal that two minutes remain in each half, end quote. Now, Kendall also gave some input in that uh, in interview that said, quote, My best guess is that they began stopping the clock for two minutes in 1942. But I haven't seen that in any of the rule books that I've read. End quote. Now, some of the other levels of the gridiron competition have incorporated the feature at times, especially as a courtesy for fields without working public game clocks. The question arises as to why the NFL still has this break in place at all the modern technologies and super expensive scoreboard clocks available at each venue. The main answer is one: it's money. Television advertising breaks. The Sponsors love to have that little break right at the most dramatic points of football games, the end of the halves, when they know the audience is locked in because there's a two-minute drill or a four-minute drill and teams are driving, trying to get the field goal, trying to get the ball back, trying to double up on the scoring at the half. And it's a time sponsors have a captive audience and many times those fans are at the edge of their seats and yeah, they're going to absorb everything, including the commercials. Secondarily, it's an extra timeout that the coaches and the teams have gotten used to and often use the clock management strategies as part of their game plans. Now, another important aspect of the two-minute warning is that it creates excitement and drama. Fans know that anything can happen in the final two minutes of a game or a half, and teams are often fighting to come back from a deficit or to protect a lead. The two-minute warning has been setting some of the most iconic moments in NFL history such as the Hail Mary pass from Roger Staubach to Drew Pearson in 1980, and the drive by John Elway and the Denver Broncos in 1986. And who can forget the last few minutes between Buffalo Bills and the Kansas City Chiefs playoff game in 2021 where Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen used every precious second of that last two minutes to entertain the masses and try to get their team an advantage on the scoreboard. And they both did. It's not a needed item. High school and college games do not use this warning. I can tell you firsthand when I officiated, the only time we used it was as a courtesy. You do a little kid's game where there is no scoreboard, no clock, and you're keeping a clock on the field 
but you want everybody to be informed. You want the communication level to be there as an official and as part of the officiating crew to the coaches, the players, and the fans. They deserve that right. They're there for that game, and, to, and they've worked their butts off. They're practicing, coaching, or just there to watch a little junior play. But it's a courtesy for everybody at all levels, and it's a fun little aspect. But it's not necessary because, like I said, college and high school with scoreboards in place don't use it at all. You don't see a college game at your on your uh, Saturday afternoon stop at the two-minute warning. It keeps rolling unless somebody calls a team timeout. So always sit back and admire the two-minute warning, an aspect that's totally unique to the National Football League and professional football and not at any other level. And... It's always a fun time, and it's not needed, but it sure is a great point to make at the end of a half. Till next time, everybody, thanks for listening, and have a great Gridiron Day. That's all the football history we have today, folks. Join us back tomorrow for more of your football history. We invite you to check out our website, pigskindispatch.com, not only to see the daily football history, but to experience positive football with our many articles on the good people of the game, as well as our own football comic strip, Cleet Marks Comics. Pigskindispatch.com is also on social media outlets, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and don't forget the Pigskin Dispatch YouTube channel to get all of your positive football news and history. Special thanks to the talents of Mike and Gene Monroe, as well as Jason Neff for letting us use their music during our podcast. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. Hey there, football fans. This is Ross, the host of the Pigskin Tales podcast. I just need a few moments of your time to talk about the host of the Pigskin Dispatch podcast, Darren Hayes. He's expanded the Pigpen to search out information on the history of all team sports. It's a quest to find out about the competitors, teams, and places chronicled throughout athletic history through the uniforms and gear the participants used and wore. And he is taking you, the listener, with him on this educational journey to preserve sports history on the Sports Jersey Dispatch, found here on the Sports History Network. His newest podcast, called Jersey Dispatch, is all based on the jerseys that all the greats used to wear. You can find Darren Hayes and the Pigskin Dispatch podcast, as well as Jersey Dispatch, on your favorite podcast provider multiple times each week. So remember that, Darren Hayes, the host of the Pigskin Dispatch and Jersey Dispatch podcasts. It's found right here on the Sports History Network.